We want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. And honestly, right now is still a great time to book a Walt Disney World vacation or a Disney Cruise Line or any other type of vacation because you're going to need it. She does all the work. She has saved us tons of money on numerous vacations. We love working with Michelle. You will too. Her email is in the show notes. So let her know that you're ready for a vacation. Now on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to a live edition of Rope Drop Radio. We're here in Hollywood Studios. Derek just lost his hat, so he's not with us because he he left it somewhere. Are you guys making fun of the live version? We're gonna yeah, we're recording it live in the park, but it's not really live. It's not stream live. Sorry. Not live live, but in the park. So I'm here with three of our favorite guests, Michelle, Alex, and Kent. We just got done riding Millennium Falcon Sluggers Run, where Derek still doesn't know how to pilot. So we're going to talk a little bit about... He's not here to defend himself, guys. He lost his hat. Anyway, um, we're going to talk about a little bit about what it's been like with COVID in the parks, trip expectations. So... As far as September, post-Labor Day, Alex, does it kind of match what you expected? Yeah, I think the mass compliance, uh, safety, social distancing have, have all been the same as they were in July, right? Obviously, they've enhanced some of the safety spiels to be more specific, which can only help provide the cast members a better uh, ability to enforce them. And that's all you can ask for is consistency. And I've seen mass compliance at uh, 99%. Michelle, does that sound accurate to you? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Anything you'd like to see them add or change or do differently? They need more directional markers, right? They, I think that's about, I think that's all they need. But I mean, how do you put the directional markers and not kind of ruin the ambiance? I don't know. Yeah, they might have just ran out of them. You can only order 100,000 stand here signs, right? No, no, they, they should be able to produce. If the more markers, the better. Social distance is the only kind of thing that I don't think they do 100%. Yep. So, Kent, one thing that uh, has been criticized a lot is annual passes, access to the parks. Has that changed much lately? In the past week, it's jumped up tremendously. You can pretty much find whatever you want, whenever you want. But I think you've seen the crowd levels increase too. So, I think you're starting to hit that tipping point to where Fast Pass is going to be sorely missed by a lot of people. Alex, you agree with that? I You're... completely agree. Shell. Yeah, it's about time they, I mean, in order to keep the, the wait times at least, you know, halfway decent, they're going to have to either hire more people or run more vehicles through rides. It's, it's like Kent said, it's a tipping point. Let's talk park hours now. How have park hours been to your expectations? We were at Epcot yesterday. Michelle, what did you think of Epcot closing at 7? It was open at 7 and we got there at 11. I mean, that's the those are the park hours and we were just bored in the evening. There's real, there's nothing to do. And I, I mean, I think that's what they, what they really want you to do is go. just go back and, you know, swim or go to your resort or go away from the park so that they don't have to deal with you. But um, extending them a few hours would be uh, very helpful. How does the uh, shorter hours affect the locals, Ken? I mean, it's like today. I got off work at what, 5 o'clock? I, and I work 15 minutes from here and seven o'clock and it's time to go. So, I mean, it kills locals, kills us. Really puts the damper on that. Uh, what do you think a solution might be to park hours, Alex? 
Uh, I prefer them to add park hours in the evening, right? Especially if you're going to appeal to people who aren't traveling, you have to appeal to the locals. So I'd much rather have, you know, I mean, we have a 7.30 restaurant reservation, which is nice. We don't have to actually have to leave. Same deal with Epcot. We, we were able to stay later. We had a later reservation. But there's no reason that they shouldn't have the parks open at least till 9, all four of them, to add more availability to locals. And then you earn some more income. And you're spreading out the crowds throughout more hours, right? I think that's one thing. It is really nice that we're able to do this dining reservation after hours. Right now we're waiting to eat at 50s primetime while we're talking and Derek's trying to track down his hat. I'm sure somebody already took it and is wearing it home It's proudly. on its way to the front right yeah, now. Yeah, it's going to be in that transition period of lost and found. That Go online will... and look for it. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah. online, take this number and find it. He's dealt with that before. Oh, no. He left his camera... Oh. Right before a cruise, he left it at a Mexican restaurant at Epcot. So. He has issues with leaving things at restaurants, so hopefully it's still at Oga's and he's able to get it. Because um, heaven forbid he doesn't have his hat, his head will not be good tomorrow. His face upon the epiphany of him losing his hat was was pretty everything you imagined. Kind of wish I would have seen it. Uh, I hope he finds it. So overall, have you felt safe during COVID? Yeah, the, like Alex said, the max compliance has been really good. Um, uh, there's hand sanitizer everywhere, like everywhere. Um, Maybe almost too much at times. No. Oh, no. No, okay. not a, no you no, can't have too much. No. You have to, it has to be available. Right? Good point. It goes up to my elbow sometimes with how much they give you, though. And the, the plexiglass usage is, you know, <laughs> really I don't, good. I don't think I ever saw a time where I'm like, man, I wish they would have put plexiglass here. Right. No, definitely not. No. So, and the the ride vehicle spacing out, I think, is almost overkill at times. Some is perfect because everybody has a mask on during the ride. Right. That's just what. So yeah. I think they're maybe once they see like, oh, everybody is leaving their mask on, they could start to run a few more through like Rise of the Resistance. That's one where, you know, we saw a party of one go into a interrogation chamber all on their own. That's a one person that just took 16 spots. So, and we got Derek walking back towards us, hatless. It's a grumpy walk. It is 100% a grumpy small man walk. I, it's kind of like me most of the time, just a little grumpy. So Derek's going to be, it's going to make for an interesting dinner. It's more so, of a stomp. Yeah, we're, we're really just stalling. I was about to wrap up, but now we want to get... A little bit of Derek coming back into the fold here hatless this is uh, unfolding right before breaking your ears news. breaking news Derek how is the hat search everything's closed at 7 so uh, they said guest relations is my only option congratulations sir no no that frustrates that's my second <laughs> rope drop radio hat oh second, uh, second hat second. Second rope drop radio hat that I've lost at a Disney park. <laughs> so uh, I think maybe we don't trust him with another rope. No, drop radio I wouldn't hat. trust myself. And I need my hat. I don't want to sunburn. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we've been talking about COVID in the parks. They did an excellent job. So we're. Oh, I was ready so to wrap it up until I saw you coming back. Any last uh, comments that you guys are giggling about over there? It's drizzling right now, so we might need to go ahead inside. Come spend all your money in Florida, please. It's safe and fun. Let's go. I don't know. Some of the rides look like huge lines, but, I mean, they're really spaced out, guys. So if you think it's crazy, I mean, get in it. It moves quick. 
I just want my hat back. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening to this bonus episode of Rope Drop Radio. Hey guys, here we are a week later, and guess what? I got my hat back. After we left dinner, and we should have recorded this then with everybody, but it was at Guest Relations. Uh, that was really awesome, and it's always good to uh, go there and check out uh, Lost and Found. And the great thing is, is that Guest Relations stays open as long as people are in the park. So while we ate dinner for an hour, my hat made it from the back of the park all the way to the front of the park, and I was able to get it back. So awesome, got my hat back, and I did get a camera back one time as well from Lost and Found. So I have lost a bunch of things at Walt Disney World, and thankfully most of the time, except for one hat and one water bottle, we have gotten everything back. And of course, socks, because I always seem to lose socks on trips. Anyway, guys, thank you for listening to this bonus episode of Rope Drop Radio. And if you ever lose anything, there's a chance you're going to get it back.